Love creates momentum, leading an interconnected life. Welcome to the Season 7 finale of Our Given Purpose, the podcast. I'm so grateful to God for giving me and planting within me this seed of purpose to bring you all weekly podcasts, an internet show, a daily purpose, the awesome individuals I have been able to partner with. It has truly been an amazing time to spend with God and getting to know each of you. Thank you for being here on this journey. Over the last 12 weeks, we have discussed love, time management, jealousy, and if we needed to summarize and tie this up with a bow, I would conclude that we talked about investment. What is our investment in ourselves, others, and most significantly, God? How did I reach that conclusion? Well, let's look at the definition of investment. It means an act of devoting time, energy, or effort to a particular undertaking with the expectation of a worthwhile result. God is worthwhile, and if we devote our time, effort, and energy to His command to love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, and strength, we can expect His fruit to grow within us. We will produce, and at high volumes, love. The result of us walking faithfully in the footsteps of Christ will be love. Can you imagine what it will be like when heaven and earth meet again, united under our sovereign God? The newness and splendor those who followed and believed in him will experience a marvelous wonder. We are called to live distinctive lives. That means we are constantly and consistently investing in what sets us apart from this world. In January of 2021, we aired a mentoring session titled, Jealous Much? On it, I listed the five dangers for people who live without God by theologian Thomas Leah. He made some influential observations that served as an argument for Christ's positive impact in one's life if they were to follow him. I want to repeat his outline here. Thomas Leah concluded that the five dangers for people living life without consideration of God are number one, a stifled prayer life. Number two, it makes one a friend of the world and an enemy of God. Number three, they neglect God's will in their lives. Number four, rebelling against God produces insult and slander of fellow believers. And five, it produces people who plan their lives without seeking God. No prayer life because there is no investment in seeking God's will. These people will insult and slander fellow believers because they neglected to remember that to not be for God is to be his enemy, which is a recipe for disaster. They have 
no plan. For this finale, I want to focus on the investment of planning with God. Throughout the Bible, we have examples of God's people partnering with him. Of course, he chooses these distinct individuals that were always flawed and usually sinned against him somehow while trying to balance God's holiness and the world's seductive evil. None of us are immune to the disease of sin and how it destroys trust and relationships. Let's invest our time, effort, and energy into God by strategically planning with Him. You're listening to Our Given Purpose, the podcast, the Season 7 Celebration. Love creates momentum, leading an interconnected life. Part 1. Time If you have read the Exodus story, you will recall how the nation of Israel followed Moses from a lush land under the oppression of Pharaoh into a desert. Yes, the land of Egypt was lush and fertile, almost like an oasis. It gives you the idea that it made the forced labor worthwhile to experience such a beautiful property, land, mountains, the Nile. But along with that oppression was idolatry and the worship of many gods. We know our God to be jealous and one who seeks our complete commitment. He expects his people to have no other gods before him. God desired their full attention and ours as well. To invest in God's addiction treatment plan was to rid themselves of the sin disease. Our healing process begins by submitting to the Lord and asking him to enter every area, every aspect of our hearts. The English Standard Version of Luke chapter 6, verse 45 says, The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. That was Luke chapter 6, verse 45. We speak and behave from the overflow of our hearts. It's time to invest in God's therapeutic love and discover ways to be more like Christ so that the fruit of our labor will be a testimony to his greatness. To what are you addicted? Is it people-pleasing, lack of boundaries, idol worship? If this is your first time considering those questions, I encourage you to read Psalm 23 as you self-examine. If the Lord is your shepherd, what does he require of you? If you do not lack or do not want, how have you given him credit for all you have? Is God your source of spiritual nourishment? Read Psalm 23 from the perspective of God being your counselor. Listen to what he offers and compare that by his standards. 
Are you living in mediocrity because you are rebelling against God's plan for your life? By identifying the areas you have blocked off from God, you will open up to the goodness and mercy he wants to pour over you. Don't allow the enemy to kill, steal, or destroy areas or crops in your life that should be overflowing with God's abundance. Part 2. Effort Devoting our effort means we will be determined to attempt God's holiness more often than being comfortable in our limited capacity. As I invest in learning more about God's character, I am becoming more aware of my faults and how I impact others' lives. Setting myself apart and not participating in activities that go against God's will often makes me feel like an outcast. But that's exactly where I need to be. It's where you need to be. Embrace being distinctively different and make every effort to pursue God. He is sufficient for our spiritual and physical needs. Our faith lesson for continuing to move outside this world's expectations comes from 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 48 through 51. The story of David and Goliath. Please read chapter 17, 1 Samuel, in its entirety. But to summarize, we have David, a shepherd boy, defeating the giant Philistine Goliath with a stone. God used what David knew how to do, and David gave God the credit. What does this tell us about our efforts? It means we must be moved to action when the enemy of this world stands in the way of our progress. The power we have is over our talents and gifts. We can use what God gave us towards unifying his people. The point of David's story isn't so much about David's courage as it is about his faith. He believed God would be victorious, and David wanted people to see God through his obedience. Now, I can easily do a deep dive with all the imagery and foreshadowing that is obvious in 1 Samuel 17. For now, think about your life areas that you need to determine to exert effort vigorously. Make a plan of action to resolve issues within your family, business, or organization. It is time to show God that you trust his ways and that he is sufficient. Pull the weeds out of your garden. Yes, it may mean digging down to the root so it does not grow back. Hmm. But that is the type of effort God is looking for from his people. Also, don't be afraid to remove yourself if, number one, God has told you to move. Or, number two, you're waiting on an answer from God and you have choices as to how to move forward. Remember, David trusted God by using the talent he had practiced for years. As a shepherd, he knew how to protect his flock from lions, bears, or other prey that sought to devour his animals. Let that sink in for a moment. What talents have you practiced? 
How does God need you to partner with him? Part 3. Energy Energy is the strength and vitality required for sustained physical or mental activity. Let's devote energy to living distinctive lives and invest in sustaining physical and mental activity to the will of God. There are some things about working with other people that is exhausting. The standards aren't set to God's plumb line, the organization lacks a distinct system, or production flow isn't straightforward and boundaries aren't improved, which circles back to people-pleasing. All of these things are connected. Nothing really acts independently of the other once you enter into an agreement, first with God and then within the body of Christ. Earlier this month, I released a two-part episode on the curse of autopilot. Believers can quickly end up in a cycle of inactivity or focusing on the wrong issue. I used this example in one of my classes. Being on autopilot is like trying to open a can of beans with a dull can opener. We have the tool in hand and know how to use it, but the cutting edge isn't sharp and can only pierce through the opening. Now, while it creates a space for the liquid to come out, all the beans are left inside the can. For those on autopilot, getting the liquid is enough, and the argument could be made that all the nutrients are in the fluid. Imagine sitting at a table expecting a hearty bowl of stew, and just drinking the broth. It's okay, but you see the beans are on the stove, and those beans represent potential. There is an obvious way to make it better or a more substantial meal, but autopilot, the weak knife, won't make the necessary cuts so that everyone can eat from the abundance. But for those of you who are willing to exert energy, will sharpen the can opener edge the moment you realize it isn't cutting. Now that was just an example. My class and I went on to discuss several aspects of our lives that require sharpening. We need to exert energy, plan with God, and not cut others out of a full meal by only offering broth. Energy. It sees what needs to get done and faithfully develops an area that God can be the center of attention. God wants to be sufficient for all our spiritual and physical needs. He is sufficient for us. When we invest in learning more about Christ, we will hate what he hates and love what he loves. Our time becomes a critical factor in our days. Planning with him is essential. The lack of intentionally governing our most precious commodity will result in failure. The healing process begins 
by submitting ourselves to the Lord and asking him to enter into every aspect of our lives. It is easy to see others who are following the will of God. Their fruit is evidence, not the material things, but the relationships. Our Lord wants us to be mindful of those pushing a personal agenda. Follow God and he will guide you towards those who prepare you to walk faithfully by trusting in him. God deserves our time, effort, and energy. Will you purpose to focus on him more? I hope you enjoyed the season finale, Love Creates Momentum, Leading an Interconnected Life on Our Given Purpose, the podcast. If you find value in this content, please consider leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. Subscribe to Our Given Purpose and let your friends know you are here. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Our Given Purpose and at OGP underscore the podcast on Twitter. If you're looking for more ways to spend time with God within a fellowship of a community, join us on YouVersion and start the one-year Bible reading plan with us. It is not too late. Turn one day into today. All the links are in the show notes. Applause. Yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to our sponsors. Our Patreon community continues to grow. I am so grateful to you all for supporting this ministry and for leaving tips in the tip jar. Thank you. I am forever grateful to each of you. If you would like to contribute to this ministry, please visit www.patreon.com backslash Our Given Purpose to become a monthly donor or drop a tip in our tip jar. We thank you for your sponsorship and look forward to growing this ministry with people of purpose just like you. We've reached the end. Are you ready? Let's go. The seeds are being sprinkled, y'all. Where are they falling? By the road, in shallow soil, in the thickets? Or will they find home in good soil to flourish and produce a good work? What God has begun in you, he will complete. Have faith and be bold. Your thoughts are thinking, so make sure you can see what they are saying. To God be the glory. May he be with you. This is Tori closing out Season 7 of Our Given Purpose, the podcast. Don't worry, you can still tune in every Monday in the month of April. You will be surprised by our Rewind and Crossover episodes, so stay tuned. Season 8 begins in May.